Just by a show of hands, you came into this service needing, desiring a physical healing in your body. If you just would just be bold enough to raise your hand so I can see where you're at. Physical healings. Okay. You're in the right place. Just as Pastor Mark just said, tonight's it. It's done. You know, I was just thinking earlier today, Pastor, about uh, some take hold of words of doctors and they treasure them. And they own these words. Well, my doctor said, my doctor said, my doctor said. I was like, that's awesome. We have a doctor in the house who's wrote a book about healing. And I would encourage you to get that book at the Welcome Center for yourself, for your friends. The doctor has transcribed words from the physician to us. Amen. Come on. <laughs> if we want to hold on to doctor's words, then let's get the doctor's word. That's bonus material. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, we can't, we can't separate healing from the ministry of Jesus. You can't separate healing from salvation. You can't separate healing from redemption. You can't separate healing from the Word. Because these would separate God from His name. His name is the healer. That's who He is. It's what He does and who He is. So maybe healing's new to you tonight. Maybe it goes against everything you've been taught. And that's okay. If, I could, if that is you, if I can just... Kindly ask, open your heart, and let the word penetrate, and I pray the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened tonight, that you would know the hope of his calling, and part of his calling is you'd be healed. Amen? Amen? So I'm going to go first here to Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah 55, and look at verse 11. If you don't have a Bible, uh, I have it here on the screen for you. I think it's important. Um, if you're not familiar with Scripture, I want to do my best to help you see these words for yourself. Uh, Isaiah 55 says, So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. Now this is God speaking. It shall not return unto me void. It shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Now I'm going to say something that may stretch some of your minds, but this is where I have to get. Because this is not Pastor Wade. Right now, I'm the mouth of the Lord to you. 
And the words that I'm speaking to you are not going to return void. They will accomplish that which, which I'm about to be sharing with you. It shall be accomplished in your life tonight. This is not my word. This is his word. Are we all together? So what, what is this word? Uh, if you would, please, uh, media team, will you put that verse back? There's two words here I want you to see. The word. The word shall accomplish. That's an act. It's an action word. The word shall prosper. Again, activity. The word has power to change a situation and produce results. That's the purpose. That, that's the power of the word. It's not the, the word of God is not just for information. It's for demonstration. If the word of God was just for information, then creation would never existed. Creation was a result of the demonstration of the power of the word spoken to it. And when the word of God comes and, the, and goes from the mouth of the Lord to your situation, it has to change. Because he himself said it will accomplish that whereunto I sent it, and it will prosper. There is no lack, there's no deficiency in this word prosper. That's a, you can be made whole tonight. So what's the purpose of the word tonight? What, what is the word going forth tonight? What is the purpose? Healing. So what's it going to produce? Healing. What's going to happen in you? You're going to prosper. This word prosper is not just a financial word. And people get bent out of shape. Well, all you talk about prosperity. These bunch of prosperity preachers. Well, the word of the Lord is for me to prosper. Take your religion and go on back to hell. I'm going to prosper. I'm going to be victorious. I'm going to be who the word of God says I'm going to be. And I'm now going to share this word with you. I may be a little strong. I, I get a little agitated at religiousness. My LBC students know where I'm talking about. Because <laughs> it, it, it's, listen. Amen. If the word of God was only meant to inform, then we wouldn't be able to expect anything to happen when it's preached. This ain't we preach healing and sit back and one twiddle our thumbs like, well, let's see what happens. Not at this church. There are too many believers who are satisfied with just a good anointed teaching. I'm all for good anointing, good teaching, but the word is designed for more than that. It's not just about the revelation we receive. It's to produce a demonstration and a change in our life. The word of God is designed to demonstrate. 
I've heard it said this way, God invented show and tell. He did. Showed the miracles and said, go tell them. Tell them. And he asked them, who do they say I am? And he said, go tell them what you've seen and what you've heard. Well, you can't see nothing if the word's not producing a result. Amen. Now let's go. We have like several verses. Is that okay? I like, I like looking at scripture. Let's go to John chapter 1. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus. John chapter 1, we'll start here in verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. By who? The Word. What did the Word do? The Word produced something. The Word made something. So tonight, the Word is... I'm going to use this. Go with me. Just go with me. Making healing in your body. See, the healing's already in you. The word is bringing it out of you. Thank you, Lord. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. The word is life. In him, who's this talking about? Jesus. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Look, jump down to verse 11. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many did receive him, to them gave he power, or the, the ability to become sons of God, to them that believe on his name. Received him. Received the word. When, he, when someone receives the word, change happens. And, the, and verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So the word of God is true. Healing is a truth, not a theory. He was full of this truth. The word is full of truth. The word of God is full of truth. Full of grace. Jesus was the word. He is the word. And he, the word, produced results in those who heard, received, and believed the word. So this is going to be you tonight. You're going to hear, you're going to receive, you're going to believe, and you're going to experience the result of it. The Word of God is designed to produce healing. Now let's go to Psalm 107. We're just going to walk through several scriptures. Psalm 107.
Hallelujah. Psalm 107, verse 20. Very popular, very popular verse. If you've never seen it, welcome to Psalm 107, verse 20. It says, He sent His word, and what was the result of the word? Healing. He sent His word and healed them. The word produced something. I'm going to read out of the Amplified. He sends forth his word and heals them and rescues them from the pit and destruction. That's what the word of God does. Amen. That's, the, that's just what it does. There's no other option. There's not a might, maybe, kind of, little bit in that verse. It's an all-in, done deal. Jesus is not just someone who heals you a little bit. Healed. Not felt better. See, I teach the LBC students, and and I tell them, I say, just hang on. Hang on with me. I'm going to take you as far that way as I possibly can. If this is new to you, I'm I'm taking you as far as I can to see something you may have never seen. I'm all for feeling better, but that's not the best. He, He didn't die for the feel better. He died for you to be made whole. And he sent his word from heaven for you to be healed. This is not based on experience. This is based on the Word. It's what the Word says, not what our experience has told us. Now, I've put some verses together here. I want us to look at these together. You can look in your Scripture. If you have a Bible, if not, let's look at um, Isaiah 53. This is the, the truth. Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5. We'll start in verse 4. It says, surely, it's on the screen if you don't have it. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are We are? Does that mean we are sick? So what are we? Now let's go to 1 Peter 2.24. Let's look at that one together. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you? Now Now it's past tense. If you were healed, then you ain't sick. <laughs> we're going to get to identity here in a minute. Then this is the real deal. I'm not saying our flesh sometimes doesn't deal with things. This is spiritual talk right here. We were healed physically. You, Jesus didn't take the whooping just for a spiritual healing. 
Isaiah was prophesying and says, man, I see this. We are healed. Peter's looking back at what happened and says, man, we were healed. Jesus is now telling, yeah, it's both. You are and you were. Now let's go here. Let's go to Matthew chapter 8. Again, I have these on the strip on the screen. Uh, Matthew 8, verse 16. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with what? With what? What did that? Not a prayer session. Not, a, not, not anything other than the word. With the, the word. That, that, was, that was him. Keep going. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Go back to 16 please. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with the word, and, and healed all who were sick. Well, what did he use to heal all that were sick? The word. The word cast out demons. The word healed all who were sick. That it might be fulfilled by the prophet Isaiah, so this shows you it's not a spiritual healing. It is your right to be healed. Jesus died and rose again and sat down at the right hand of his father. So you and I can walk on this planet earth completely made whole and strong and well, nothing missing, nothing broken. If it worked for those coming out of the wilderness, out of Egypt, says he delivered them and there was none feeble among them. They came out with gold. They came out with substance. They didn't lack anything when they were delivered out of their bondage, when they were delivered out of hell and were taken to the promised land they came out whole they came out supplied see when you're saved you come out whole supplied nothing missing nothing broken that's what he died for your faith is as strong as God's word. Stay with me. I mean, I just, need, I just need faith. Yeah. But here's the deal. Your faith is as strong as God's word. He gave us his faith. You think he's going to give us a faith that's less than his word? You think he's going to give us faith that's inferior to his word? See, when we understand that the faith we operate with is something that he has given us to. See, he gave us everything we need to believe with. He gave us everything we need to receive with.
Our faith is His faith. He has dealt to each of us the measure of faith. He's helping us believe. He's helping us receive. He's like, man, you need some help here. Just use my faith. Here's my word. Now put my faith with my word and watch it manifest in your life. He set us up for success. And maybe you're here tonight and you've never received the Lord. He's given you faith right now to receive him. He's like, he is working inside of you right now. He's helping you. It's stirring on the inside of you. I know it is. Like, man, this sounds too good to be true. I've never heard anything like this. He loves you so much, he's given you every tool you need to win. Physical healing is for today. You know why? Because Jesus is for today. And you can't separate the two. Amen. It's for right now. So when is today? Today. Is tomorrow today? Well, tomorrow will be today tomorrow. It's always, it's always readily available. Because he is always readily available. To anyone who will call upon him, there he is. Hallelujah. So what does this issue with identity have to do with healing? Healing is not what we have. Healed is who you are. Do you have healing? Yeah, we, I have healing, but it's more than that. It's who I am. Because it's who he is. You with me? Salvation is not just what I have. I just don't have salvation. I am saved. I've been recreated. I've been reborn. It's who you are. We're not the sick trying to get healed. You're the healed enforcing your healing. Like, man, if I can just get God to heal me, if I can just, if I can just get him to heal me, well, I'd ask you, first I would go here, are you saved? Because healing was, ta- was done on the cross over 2,000 years ago. That, that, that's, that's been done. Understanding the, the, the point of identity is it's, it's who you are. Somebody needs to say this right now. So we're all going to say it together. Father, Father I, believe you. I believe you. I confess. I, confess. I, am, I am who you say I am. And right now, I confess, I am healed and not sick in Jesus' name. Somebody just received 
that which belongs to you. Healing and salvation go hand in hand. Healing's inside the salvation package. When we get saved, we get healed. We have the ability to walk on this earth completely whole. Salvation's now and healing is now. Here's the cool thing. Jesus changed his identity for us. Jesus gave up his identity for us. He became the sick so we could become the healed. Hear it again. He changed his identity for me and for you. He became the curse. He became the sick. He became the impoverished. So we could become like him. Blessed, healed, whole, and well. It was a swap of identity. So now we can no longer identify ourselves as something contrary to his word. The, 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 the language tonight is going to stop with some. The language of I'm a this and I'm a that and I have a this and I have a that. that that's, that's contrary to who God made you. And specifically tonight, you're not a diabetic. Your flesh may have symptoms of diabetes, but that does not change your identity. A sickness and disease doesn't, cannot and will not change your identity in Christ. So we have to approach these things from who we are in him, not who we are in our flesh. It's like, nope, nope, diabetes, you're done. It's not who I am. You're trespassing. Tonight's your last night of success in my life. You're done. Don't own something contrary to God's word. Anything. Don't own anything if it's contrary to the word. Now I'm going to read something to you. Let me let me you can go there if you want. I'm going to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter five and verse twenty-one. Talking about a switch of identity. Let me just show you right here. Second Corinthians five twenty-one. For he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. See, when you understand scripture and you and you've been around um, some time, and I, I do this quite often when I read scripture, sometimes. I'll, I'll replace the word sin with sickness because in the eyes of Jesus, there's, there was no difference. And you see that over in the Gospels. He's like, what's easier to say, be forgiven or be healed? And the, the, the Pharisees were all wigging out. Who, who are you to forgive sins? I'm like, well, chill out, boy. <laughs> what's easier to say, you're forgiven or you're healed? It's the same thing, yes. So when we receive forgiveness of sins, you're healed. It's not separate. Amen. Amen. So you, I, 
For he made him to be sickness for me who knew no sickness, that I might be made whole of God in him. Amen. He did it for me. He did it for you. The swap of identity. So what is his will? Some question his will. So let, let me, thank you for asking. Let me, let me go to, uh, real quick here to the book of Mark. I really like this. Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1, and I'm going to start or uh, pick up here in verse 40, talking about the will of Jesus, the will. So you can say it this way, what's the, what's the will of the Word? What does the Word want? So what does the Word say? So then what's the purpose? What's the will? What, what does the, the Word will for me? Well, since Jesus was made flesh and he, and he was the word. So and let's go here. Verse 40. And there came a leper to him, beseeching him and kneeling down to him and saying to him, if you will, you can. He says, if you will, you can. If you will, you can make me clean. Jesus moved with compassion. Put forth his hand and touched him. Now, he didn't put gloves and a mask on first. Can you say, back up, please? You're too close. If the word wasn't afraid of a leprosy disease, why are the born-again children of the Most High God walking around on this planet in fear of something that can get on to them. When you've got the Word of God in you, full of life and peace and health, we walk around this place healed and whole just like Jesus did. He wasn't afraid to touch someone with a disease. Why? Because he knew the Word was superior to the disease. He knew the disease had to bow to the word. Woo, come on. We are carrying the word of God inside of us. And when you and I open our mouth, it's just as God himself is opening his mouth and saying, in the name of Jesus, be thou clean. And that must bow to the word of God. Hallelujah. He says he touched him and he said, I will. So what's the will of the word? Yes. Yes. I'm willing. You never see Jesus say, not today. I'm not feeling it. I didn't get a good night's rest. These 12 boys kept me up all night after our bean bake. John went and unzipped the tent, and they were having too much fun. I mean, these were dudes. You know they were having some jokes. Hey, watch this. 
<laughs> no, he's always willing. The word is always willing to do what the word said he was going to do. As, check out, man, I like verse 42. I like how the King James reads. Verse 42, and as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left. As soon as he spoke, the leprosy departed. Ha, ha, ha. I can tell you right now, there's some being, you're, there's some things leaving people right now because of the word of the Lord going into you. See, when the word of the Lord comes in contact with something from the devil, what's going to bow? The devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His word doesn't produce death. His word doesn't produce sickness. His word doesn't produce disease. His word doesn't produce infirmities. So any teaching along those lines is a doctrine of devils. The word is good. The word is truth. And I've walked you through some scripture that shows you the word wants you whole, not sick. We don't have to tolerate things in our life. We don't have to tolerate things that the Lord Jesus Christ climbed up on that tree, took a beating, whipping, or in Texas, a whooping, bad one. The stripes. I mean, the, the passion of the Christ is an okay movie, but it can't compare to what really happened. That was for your physical healing. And those of you that may not be saved, it was for your salvation as well. He did it for you. He's already made it available. Salvation's done deal. Healing's a done deal. Healed is who you are. You know, I'm, I'm going to encourage you. Right now, you have faith to be saved. Right now, you have faith to be healed. You do. Don't think you don't. Because it's his faith working in you by his word being spoken right now. See, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. How does faith come? By hearing. You have faith because you've been hearing. You're good enough. You're good enough. And you're not going to leave this place the same.
the word of God is working in you mightily right now. His faith is working in you right now. You know, I want to share a couple of testimonies I was impressed to share. One was along the lines of diabetes. Um, I have many testimonies of healing in my life, but these two the Lord wanted me to share, so I'm going to share these two. Years ago, we were youth pastoring in the great state of Texas. We had a youth in our, in our meeting. Remember this young lady? She had diabetes. She was 15 years old. She would, she would come to our youth meetings, and she would tell me that she could not feel the tips of her fingers because at the time she had to prick her fingers so often to check her blood. She had lost feeling in all the tips of her fingers, all of them. I said, awesome. Let's, let's do this. We grabbed hands. Tangible anointing flowed right into her body. She looked at me. Her eyeballs are this big. She goes, I can feel my fingers. I said, you are healed. She experienced who she was. Another one, you know, in Mark, in Mark chapter 16, verse 20, after the great commission, they, Jesus says, go. And, and uh, let me just read it. It's very powerful. Mark 16, 20. So after that, he says, they went forth. So they obeyed. They went forth and preached the word everywhere. Here's the kickers. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Again, the word is designed to produce results. The word is designed to produce a demonstration. The word was working with the word. The word was working with the word. We were in Africa. Huh, I hope I can get this. <laughs> I was doing okay during preparation time. This is no, no joke. The Lord working with us. We were in a meeting, Pastor Doug's ministering on the gifts of the Spirit. There's this white car comes hauling up this dirt road. I'll never forget this. I mean, hauling up this dirt road, pulls right up to the point of our meeting. Pastor Doug doesn't skip a beat. He just keeps rolling. People get out of the car, unload this lifeless young woman. They lay out a bamboo mat on the ground, lay her on this bamboo mat, get in the car and leave. <laughs> They've just brought her to where Jesus was. We don't, Pastor Doug maintains order. He said, I'll never forget this. You said the word is going to go forth. He said the word will be preached. Then we'll handle this. The word was preached. I'm sitting here in this 
chair, looking at her. While he's preaching, or shortly when he's done, I can't recall the exact time. Before, I'll just say this, before any of us get to her to pray for her, I see the Lord doing just like this. I'll never forget this. He's looking right at me, smiling. Right by her head is right here. Right by her head, looking at me, smiling. He wasn't wigging out. He wasn't doing this. He wasn't saying, hurry up. (laughs) He was working with the word, keeping that young woman right there because it was a battle for her life. Pastor Bill winded up praying with her, for her, delivering her. It was a a tug-of-war, if I can say this correctly. It was a spiritual tug-of-war match for about 40 to 45 minutes. Hell up, hell up. She wasn't saved. But he was working with a word going out and keeping her. He He was telling me, I've got her right here till you get here. I'll never forget this. My point is, he is actively involved with his word. And when his word is going out, it's not just, that's a great word, brother. Good word. Good word. I I like that one. No, he's involved. Thank you for that. He's involved with the word. He's working with the word, confirming it with signs falling. You're going to see something tonight. You're going to see something in your own life. You may watch something in someone else's life. But I can guarantee you this, the word of the Lord is going to be confirmed here momentarily. You good? Sir? Oh, I did. Thank you. I'll finish. I got sidetracked. The tug of war match, she was brought to life. She got completely set free, completely made whole. She comes to the crusade that night and testifies. She testifies. She went and told what the Lord had done for her. She went and told somebody. Matter of fact, she told thousands of somebodies what the Lord had done for her, and that was a, I don't know, man, I'm, okay, she was healed. He was working, he was right there. He appreciates his word, because it's him. He's going to back himself up. It's his name, he's going to back his name up. Amen.